Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Andersonville Chamber of Commerce hosts Andersonville at Home for the Holidays, a virtual variety show streaming online this Sunday, December 13th at 7 p.m. Tune in for the holiday tunes, warm feels, and shop, dine, celebrate, and self-care from the small business community that needs your support. The program premieres on both the Chamber's Facebook and YouTube with live commenting during the show. For more information, go to andersonville.org. Uh, D, you got updates for me? Absolutely, I do. But you picked the Clippers, though, didn't you? In yes, the playoffs? Yeah, okay. Yes. <laughs> that, what, what happened to them? <laughs> I believe they lost uh, after what? blowing a three to one lead to the Denver Nuggets. I believe that's what happened to them. Yes. Yeah, yes. similar thing uh, as the Blazers, right? Uh, first round, I believe. No, 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 a negatory. Oh. The Clippers made it to the second round. Okay, so and that's you're, where they lost. Uh, so the team you picked was less of a loser. Cool. <laughs> Who'd you pick? Well, I don't know. Who do I look like? James A. Naismith? What's going on here? No, you were part of the crew. I think you picked the Clippers as well, as I recall. I had the Lakers. All right. Okay. Okay. If you say so. (laughs) Wait, what's that? If you say so. Okay. Ben, hold on. Yeah, what? Okay. Ben, we have an update. Newsroom. Oh. Newsroom's flagging me down here. All right. This better be good. Uh, Hang tight, everybody. I'm going to run to the newsroom. Uh, I guess we have an update. Hold on a second, everybody. Give me the story. No, our guests won't give you free weed. Give me this. <laughs> free weed. Come on. We got a story. This is a good one. It's a good one here. Uh, we have an update. We have, believe it or not, a fair tax update. Say what? Whoa. It's true. Whoa. Fair tax update. And no, this is not a Ben Jarofsky show from October or November 2020. Uh, The Fair Tax Initiative, a proposed amendment to the Illinois state constitution that would have changed the state income tax from a flat tax to a graduated income tax, did not pass on the November ballot. Now that it's come and gone, I guess it's time now for our elected leaders to weigh in on why the fair tax proposal didn't pass. I mean, if you ask an Illinois conservative, their answer to why the fair tax failed is simple. That's hippie stuff. (laughs) <laughs> but but yeah. an explanation from an illinois democrat has a little more substance mm. and right now in my face is mm-hmm. a statement from an illinois democratic state rep one of the mm. progressive persuasion to Ooh. help us understand why there were so many fair tax no votes by the way if you couldn't tell guys Kind of a slow news day locally, all right? But that's all right. We're making it through. Ben, before we read the statement, remind us of your thoughts on this. Why did the Fair Tax Initiative fail? Well, Fair Tax Initiative failed uh, in part because, in my humble opinion, uh, Illinois voters uh, do not trust government. 
That's the fundamental flaw. Uh, and so they were wide open to believe the propaganda that was put forth by uh, the wealthiest business people in the state of Illinois, uh, Kenny G. Ken Griffin got to give the man credit. Uh, his message carried uh, through, it prevailed, but they were able to play on the distrust that so many people in the state of Illinois have toward government, so many people in the state of Illinois have toward politicians, uh, that they'll, they'll do what they say they're going to do. And by the way, as much as it hurt me when the fair tax went down, and as much as it hurts me to know that uh, my fundamental belief in government is not shared by many people, I understand it when I, you know, just this is why I'm so upset about what Tom Tunney has done. Because this undercuts the credibility of Democrats and people like me who want folks to believe that government will do the right thing. When you see such blatant hypocrisy, Dennis, on the part of government officials, Democratic government officials, my beloved Democratic Party, when they're behaving so hypocritically, it's really easy not to believe them. Vincent Norman was talking, just talking about that about how disappointed he was with the Democratic legislators and the Democratic leaders in the state of Illinois to follow through on their promise uh, to make sure that there's social equity when it comes to uh, marijuana dispensaries, you know, try to help people who bore the brunt of the war on drugs. So, yes, ultimately, D, it's a disbelief uh, in the integrity of the people who run government that really undercut the fair tax. Oh, yeah. Those were your thoughts on the fair tax and why it failed. <laughs> yes, those. And with the update for Thomas T. Tunney. <laughs> Which, by the way, the T stands for TIFF, according to Mike Girardi. Thomas Tiff Tunney. All right. Well, we heard your thoughts, Ben. Now, let's hear Democratic State Rep Will Gazzardi's thoughts on why the fair tax did so poorly. Wait, who's that on the brown line, Ben? Hey, Ron! Oh, it's Rom again. Yeah, he's back. He's like, yeah, I still got a chance to be transportation secretary. So he kicked Tom Tunney off. Hey, you're done driving this thing. I'm driving. Rom, pick up the cinnamon roll crumbs. <laughs> yeah, really. Good I mean, wherever Tunney goes, there's cinnamon roll crumbs everywhere. It's sticky and everything. Just follow the cinnamon roll crumbs. All right. Uh, Will Gazzardi weighed in on why the fair tax did so par uh, poorly. Gazzardi said, quote, I think we didn't communicate effectively with voters. We didn't tell a clear story about why we needed the money and what we were going to spend it on to help people's lives. I think we didn't tell people where to find it on the ballot. Well, but there's wait, there's more. Oh. We didn't do a good job of pointing people in the right direction. And we didn't really start communicating with voters at all in a serious way. We let a year go by without campaigning at all on the question. After the General Assembly approved the progressive income tax in the spring of last year and passed the ballot initiative on to voters. More disturbing, however, was the way the anti-tax TV campaign bankrolled by billionaire Kenneth Griffin gained traction with voters on the issue of trust in government. Boy, you're right about that one, Gazzardi. Springfield politicians, they promise they won't tax retirement income if their constitutional amendment passes. Boy, two appearances from Phyllis. It's <laughs> awesome. Hold on. Hold on. Phone call, T. Oh. Phyllis, 
How many times have I told you not to call me when I'm on the air? No. I am not going to ask Vincent E. Norman to give you refer. Sorry. No. Get it from Kenny G. All right. Sorry, D. But I like refer. All right. Because <laughs> already continues. <laughs> I also think we have a credibility problem, a trust problem. Illinois voters really responded to the no messaging about this campaign. You can't, you can't trust Illinois Democrats with your money, and that's a real problem for us, and it's going to hinder our ability to solve the state's challenges going forward. So that's something we really have to take a hard look at. Thanks, Will Gazzardi. Where were these comments made, does it say? Uh, let me look. Was it my beloved bright one, home delivered as always? No, it was uh, One Illinois, the site One Illinois. Oh, one Illinois. Hmm. Well, I, you know, can't really argue with anything that Will Gazzardi said there. In fact, the things he said at the end were sort of the things I was saying uh, at the front of the. And this is gets to the Madigan issue. You know, with Michael Madigan at the forefront of the Democratic Party, with Michael Madigan sort of the the most prominent Democrat in the state, other than uh, J.B. Pritzker, you got some credibility issues there. You know, and uh, <laughs> am I? It's really hard for Democrats uh, to get people outside of Chicago to sign on to their party and their party's initiatives uh, when there's so much distrust for the leaders of the party, particularly Madigan. And I know a lot of that's unfair. And I know that uh, the the character of Michael Madigan uh, has is a paid for product uh, bought by people like Ken Griffin and Bruce Runner. I understand how the game was played and what they did, but that's the reality. Cazardi uh, one of the 19 Dems who says he won't vote for uh, Speaker Madigan. We'll see if uh, he stands to that when push comes to shove uh, next year, whenever they come, when they have the Speaker vote, but that's the reality. And the Democratic Party um, has allowed itself to be hypocritical. I mean, I say I was about to say to appear to be hypocritical, but no, it's it's hypocrisy, you know. So in in so many instances, so many moments where they say rules for thee, not for me. This is the way it's going to be, and then they go differently. Uh, yeah, oh, they, that was a whole wicked rhyme there. You know, all that talk about Ice Cube with Vincent E. Norman. You know, by the way, Vincent says he's going to do his best to get Ice Cube on the show. Wouldn't that be great? On our show? Oh my goodness! Yeah, I know that'd be something. Oh, else. he'd be—he'd uh, nice probably hang up and like three. All right, screw this, <laughs> you hippie! Hang up, you know. No, I'm get sure. a camera. That would be amazing if Ice Cube came on the show. Anyway, um, but no, the hypocrisy of the Democrats just comes through time and time again. You know, and uh, it—it's really hurting. Uh, the initiatives that the Democrats support makes it that much more difficult to get equity uh, in terms of taxes in this state. So now I said it earlier, you know, the, uh, we talked about this with the, the, uh, the legislative black caucus in Springfield endorsing Madigan. And they say Madigan will help get uh, a tax hike through. Yeah. The tax hike on everybody at the same rate. So that Dennis and Ben and Vincent E. Norman pay the same rate as Kenny G. That's not fair, but that's where we are. 
So there were a lot of technical reasons and logistical reasons that uh, Will Gazzardi was uh, alluding to. They stumbled out of the gate. They didn't promote uh, the fair tax nearly enough. They didn't explain what it uh, what it is. The name itself was confusing. Uh, the position on the ballots altered from one district to another. You know, uh, the elected officials themselves didn't want to stick their neck out and support it. They they uh, they saw <laughs> they saw I was going to lose, so they retreated. So what? You don't support it, but you expect voters to support it. And then then there were the elected officials who said, "This part kills me. Uh, I would I believe in the fair tax. I want to support it, but." We're held in such low esteem that if we support the fair tax, it'll probably hurt it. Well, that about sums it all up for my beloved Democratic Party. So, D, we have a lot of problems, my Democratic Party. Uh, It's part of the reason why the Republicans were able to do uh, as well as they did in this last general election. I mean, right now, they're still in charge of the Senate. We'll see what happens in Georgia. They picked up seats in the House. They held on to many state legislative seats throughout the country. You know, uh, there was a, a vote for uh, Joe Biden. Yes, he defeated Donald Trump, but it's as though the voters were not ready to give the Democrats their full endorsement. They held back because like they don't trust the Dems. And I, I, this people go, why do you love Bernie so much? Well, because at least Bernie told you what he believed in. This is what he wanted to do. And Bernie gave voters like a very definite reason to vote for him. Like this is like a very substantial thing he's talking about. A substantive thing, Medicare for all. You know what I mean? Eliminate college debt. It's something that people, ah, I will get something for voting for Bernie Sanders. Ultimately, he didn't prevail in the Democratic Party. My candidate lost. But I always make that argument that if you stand up for something concrete and you don't bend with the winds, people will respect that. And so it's really hard at this moment for the Democratic Party to have the respect that I would like it to have because its leaders seem so inconsistent. Speaking of you, Tom, Tony, you know, its leaders act as though there are rules they don't have to follow. And so, yeah, I'm hoping that from the disaster of the fair tax, what, emerges a new, more vital Democratic Party? I don't know. I don't know what's more likely, that to happen or my beloved Bulls to win the NBA championship in July. I don't know which one's going to happen first, D, both long shots. Uh, by the way, I just, while I was uh, talking, I was thinking about how the Republicans did so well in congressional seats and legislative seats and Senate seats. And D, I'm just shaking my head. They're taking that argument to the Supreme Court. So bizarre. I'll kind of end where I began the show. I began the show by talking about the Republican argument before the Supreme Court. They want the Supreme Court uh, to reverse uh, the um, the elections in states that uh, Biden won so that uh, Donald Trump will effectively become could get to stay in office as president. Just undo the will of the voters on the grounds that there was fraud. We can't see the fraud, but we believe there's fraud. And yet at the same time, in that same election, all these Republicans won. If there was so much fraud, how did all these Republicans win? 
You know what I mean? It's like he threw out all these ballots. How could the Republicans, all these Republican ballots, how could they possibly have won? God, just one more, <laughs> one more bit of how, one more example, one more piece of evidence of how insane the Republican argument is that they're advancing uh, to the Supreme Court. And yet MAGA loves it. So Democrats have to figure out a rallying cry that their base will love as much as MAGA loves whatever nonsense Donald Trump is feeding them. And that's such a disadvantage because Dems are always fighting, D. You know that? They're always fighting. <laughs> you don't see any Dems running to the... Well, that's not true. I was about to say, you don't see any Dems uh, running to the defense of Tom Tony. First of all, what defense could you possibly come up with? Although MAGA comes up with defenses for Trump all the time. And those cinnamon uh, rolls are delicious. Yes, but I, as soon as I said that, I go, what are you talking about, Ben? In the 44th Ward, we love him. He's our alderman. His cinnamon rolls are so good. Anyway, my beloved Democratic Party. Will Cazardi, I got to agree with you. Your analysis was on target. All right, there we go. All right, showing a little love there to Gazzardi. That's good. <laughs> I'm watching you, Gazzardi. He's on the bus, guys, uh, the Madigan bus here. I'm watching you. You're staying on. He's <laughs> looking like he's trying to run off this bus. I, I think he's sneaking out the back hey, door. Hey, lock the back. <laughs> Gazzardi. Right. Is no one looking? I'm going out that back door. Yeah, dang, Gazzardi. But there it was. Uh, from out of nowhere, an Illinois fair tax update. Fair tax update. <laughs> Springfield politicians, they promise they won't tax. All right, Phyllis, that's a All right, Phyllis, come on. All right, I may put a good word into Vincent E. Norman for you. Just one good word, all right? All right. Remember, you can download previous Ben Jarofsky shows, Benny J bonus interviews, and so much more at the Chicago Reader website, chicagoreader.com. Do a little forward slash Jarofsky, and it'll take you right there, or wherever else you download your favorite podcast. Over 600 episodes of the Ben Jarofsky Show. Okay, guys? So go check it out and uh, maybe catch up on some episodes you uh, may have missed. Uh, Also, we live stream the program Tuesdays through Fridays, 1 until 3 p.m. Central Time at the Chicago Reader YouTube channel. Shout out to our live stream community. You guys are awesome. Love every single one of you. It seems like a lot of you guys have found us over on the YouTube channel. Uh, if you listen on the download, check it out sometime if you got nothing going on. All right. Tuesday through Friday, 1 until 3 p.m. Central Time, the Ben Jarofsky Show live uh, at Benny J Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Benny J Show at gmail.com and call us 708 658 4788. Aren't you going to say the number again? But number again, 708-658-4788. We'd love to hear from you.